Hi everyone, welcome to the KVH podcast. It's Lisa here and I'm with Matt, our biosecurity manager at KVH. Hi Matt. Hi Lisa. Thanks for coming along and having a chat to me. Um, Hopefully, as our listeners know, we have been working for the last wee while on getting ready for implementation of the proposed new pathway plan and we are scheduling that or we have that scheduled from the 1st of April and we thought that this might be a really good opportunity guys for Matt and I to talk a little bit about um, the plan overall, why we want it to be in place and what the changes might be for growers and the wider industry as it comes into effect. So Like I said, hopefully people have already seen and heard from the team or read in our bulletin bits and pieces about the plan as we've started to get ready for the implementation and specifically we've talked about on orchard biosecurity plans and that's something that we'll go into later. But Matt, maybe initially we can start off by giving people, I guess, just a really nice and succinct overview of what the plan actually is and why we think this is a really good time for us to be starting to put it into place. Sure. Um, so I guess, I guess a good place to start is that the Kiefer industry has learnt a lot um, as a result of uh, PSA and we've, we've come a long way. So under PSA we have a national pest management plan and that's put a lot of really good practices in place for the industry. But the limitations of that is that it's focused on a single organism of PSA. And that leaves us a little bit vulnerable if something new was to come along and we rapidly need to put in uh, new controls in place. Mm -hmm. There's a time lag associated with that. So the real benefit of the pathway plan is we can continue to manage the spread of PSA and keep those growers, um, provide those protection for growers that don't have PSA currently, but we also have a framework that allows us to add additional organisms uh, should they become threats to the industry. So in summary, what I would say is that we've got a vastly improved framework, Mm -hmm. but what it should mean for growers day to day that are already um, have biosecurity practices in place is that there shouldn't be a lot of um, a lot of change. Okay, well that's day to day basis. Yeah, that's what I was going to say next. Was for by f- by having the improved framework, we are making sure that we're allowing ourselves to be better prepared, and we are making sure that we can continue to raise that really good bar for biosecurity that people already have, right? Because it's not a fundamental change to the way that we practice good biosecurity and manage our orchards. It's making sure that we have better protection, more value for money, and we're able to potentially activate better and different levers if there were new threats that we needed to respond to. Exactly. So say in the instance we have a a new organism come along and it arrives in a particular region, Um, we may or may not respond in partnership with MPI and Biosecurity New Zealand And if that response is unsuccessful and we then end up in a situation where this is an organism that is permanently established, we'd want controls to prevent that spreading to other growing regions of New Zealand. And that falls outside of the um, response domain. This gives us a framework where we can rapidly introduce those measures 
But again, just to emphasise that that would just be in the scenario where a new organism um, justifies being added. At this point, PSA is, is the focus organism for any um, testing or monitoring requirements. Okay, so the pathway plan has rules within it. Mm-hmm. And there is a requirement to have an unorchard biosecurity plan. That, in a way, consolidates all those rules within the pathway plan. So if you are a grower or you're somebody that is regularly um, visiting an orchard or being involved in an orchard, then having a good biosecurity plan or knowing about the requirements for biosecurity for that particular property is A, something that lots of people will already have, but also with the new pathway plan, that is a way of making sure that the specific rules within the plan are all covered off. That's correct. So there's, there's 10 rules with the plan, and they can really be lumped into three categories. The first is to have a biosecurity plan. Mm-hmm. So these are the on-orchard plans that, that you mentioned, Lisa. Um, they're plans for contractors, yeah. um, post-harvest and processes, similar to their current risk management plans. So to have a plan to really understand um, what risks you may bring and uh, how you're going to manage those risks, similar to a health and safety plan. The other broad category of rules is the safe movement of plant material whether this is uh, rootstock, budwood or pollen, similar to some of the existing controls. And then the final rule is um, additional measures when you're moving uh, between the North and the South Island, because that's a really strategic barrier Mm -hmm. that we'd want to protect if something was present in the North Island and absent from the South Island, such as PSA, or conversely, if something was to pop up in the South Island and we didn't want North Island growers to get that we have this cook straight barrier we can use to uh, protect one or one or the other. So that's a really nice segue into talking about the workshops that we've got coming up. Um, we've started to advertise these on our website and in the bulletin. Do go and have a look if you haven't um, already seen them and aren't sure when we're coming to you. It's at kvh.org.nz. The workshops, um, Matt and I will be on most of them. Some of the team will also be with us in some of the areas as well. We're also planning lots of workshops alongside post-harvest companies so do check in with your grower services manager and the like as well but what we're going to be doing at the workshops is a similar overview to what we've just talked about going into a little bit more detail because we'll have a little bit more time and we really are keen to um, present some really interesting case studies as well that highlight exactly what the importance is of having a plan and what could happen if you don't have one because it's really important that people really kind of get through the five steps. If you've seen the booklet, um, the five steps, which kind of outline the really simple things that everybody can do as part of their planning to manage risk so that hopefully we're not in that worst case scenario of actually having to respond to something or respond to something too late. Absolutely. Um, I guess just on that, I mean, the way these plans are designed is, is to really go through that thought process of what are the risks to my investment in kiwifruit, how might these enter, and then um, what is it that I expect as a grower uh, for those on my site to be doing to manage risk, 
uh, source and clean plant material, and then um, and uh, tool hygiene and reporting the unusual. I also just wanted to add that when you look at the schedule, we've we're focused on the regional uh, roadshow style um, circuit, but as you mentioned, Lisa, we really do want to have a focus with Bay of Bay of Plenty. Um, growers in particular working with post-harvest um, but if anyone wants a workshop with their post-harvest to please uh, contact us and we'll be arranging those over the oh, coming months. Yeah good reminder thank you. Um, if you or when you come along to a workshop we will have the printed booklets that you mentioned with the five steps in them and we'll be there to help people work through filling in the five steps so even if you haven't already started doing that we'll be there to help people from the start through to the end so that's a really good reason to perhaps come along they are um we're intending on having them run for about two and a half hours each time so if you come along for a couple of hours you could potentially have your plan done at least if you haven't already started some of the steps and as well as the printed booklet, what I'm really excited about is a new online tool that we're going to have that will also make it really easy for people to um, go through and put together a plan. And one of the real perks of completing the plan online is that you don't have to do all five steps at once. Um, when Matt and I were out last year on the roadshows, we were really conscious that we did get a lot of feedback from growers, and some of you may have been there, um, who wanted to be able to really think through each step and take their time looking and um, looking at them and talking to other people and contractors to make sure that, for example, if it comes to agreeing what must happen on site and making sure that people understand your requirements, that you actually do speak to other people about that before you potentially put them in your plan. So the online tool will provide people with the ability to go in when they're ready and complete one step and then perhaps go back the next day and complete a second step and you can save it and then go back to wherever you left off. Um, one of the other really good things that we'll be doing at the workshops as well is making sure that um, we are able to offer people the ability to um, come back to KVH if you have any questions as well about your plans because um, there's Matt, myself, Linda, who many of you know, and the rest of the team who um, are always open to helping people with questions about how we put together really good risk management plans. That's right. So as you mentioned, Lisa, a theme that we really heard strongly during our consultation process was um, compliance has been coming at growers from all angles and, um, and they, don't, they don't want more where, where it can be avoided. So KVH really has been um, putting a lot of effort into what tools can we provide to make things easier. And these plans that we're talking about, they are the same essentially is the current um the current oh, little template guidelines yep. that we've got yeah that's right which are a gap uh recommendation mm -hmm. and then they'll be becoming a gap um requirement so by attending these workshops working through it you've got the ability to tick that gap requirement off as you say um maybe before we go we should also just um talk a little bit about what happens after you have filled in your plan so you complete a plan, either physically handwriting it within the printed booklet or you go online and you complete a plan and you submit it. Obviously it's a plan that reflects what actually happens on your orchard and you will keep a copy of it. When do you need to be able to produce it? It's when you start to have a gap audit. 
yeah? That's, that's right. So the actual, the, the rule in the, in the pathway plan is that growers have and operate to a biosecurity plan, um, but it will be at the gap audit stage um, later in the year uh, when, when we'll be auditing that. And um, I mean, KVH's interest really is to lift biosecurity practices across the industry it's not a compliance exercise, mm -hmm. but we realise that by having plans, we're going to be more resilient as an industry when the next biosecurity threat comes along. So we really want to work with growers and uh, work together to see how we can uh, lift biosecurity practices across the industry and are open to hear, um, hear ideas from growers on how we can best do this. And we want to make it easy, don't we? Absolutely. As easy as possible. So um, like Matt said, um, if you've got any questions at all, get in touch. If you've got any ideas or any opportunities that might be out there um, where we can come along to events or co-host something just to help spread the word about the different tools that we've got that make it um, easier for people to be able to do what we need them to do and um, do the things that will help protect investments and orchards. That's right. And just, just um, I guess, to clarify too, this is a proposal to come in. It's, it's currently with, um, been submitted to the Minister and going through the parliamentary process. It's planned on uh, coming into effect from 1 April. Mm -hmm. So this is just um, preemptive planning to make sure that when that comes along, we're all up to speed as, as an industry. So okay. thinking ahead. Perfect, and we'll um, keep putting notices in the bulletin and the snapshot about the timing of the proposed implementation and about the workshops as well. So um, don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already to our newsletters. Check the website at kvh.org.nz and please do RSVP to a workshop that's coming to a place near you and we look forward to seeing you there. Thank you for having a chat with us, Matt. Thanks, Lisa.